Hi everybody, today we also get a nice roundup of updates and applications which just released new versions, so let's stay tuned. We're going to start with talking about Firefox actually and Ubuntu, which is interesting. So thanks everybody for listening, this is Linux Daily. Okay, so firstly, the Firefox builds that are delivered through Snaps will now have native messaging. What does that mean? It means that provided that you do have the GNOME browser add-on and the host connector in Ubuntu, you will be able to install, as an example, GNOME shell extension from the GNOME extension website, which is something pretty significant. Another kind of integration is with third-party password managers, managers, sorry, like Keepass XXC. This is a feature that was already available, but only for the beta channel of the Firefox Snap, whereas now, starting from November already, we should be seeing that for the stable version as well, so everybody will get it, which is pretty nice, especially considering that, as far as I know, Firefox is a Snap out of the box in Ubuntu, so that should touch everybody. Secondly, Ubuntu is making fun of the Linux subreddit and uh, <laughs> sorry, I just don't know what to say about this. Ubuntu is making fun of the Linux subreddit. Where's that? Well, you might know that there was this controversy about Ubuntu adding this line in APT that told people about the existence of Ubuntu Pro and that was seen as advertisement and people were annoyed by this. And in latest Ubuntu, if you go with sudo apt upgrade, you will see a little box which says news about significant security updates, features and services will appear here to raise awareness and perhaps tease the Linux subreddit. Use proconfig set apt news equals false to hide this and future apt news, which means that it actually gives user a way to opt out. So basically what happened is that seeing that people at the Linux subreddit were annoyed, Ubuntu pushed out an update saying that yes, these updates will continue for whatever, you know, security updates, features and services. However, you can turn them off now, which is nice. Finally, about Ubuntu, I do want to plug in this nice article from its post that you can find in the podcast description, as always, that talks about a front-end for APT, which is called Nala. This article actually goes through all of the nice features that it has, how to install it, and how to use it. I think it's pretty nice, and this could be a nice way to avoid stuff like what happened to me yesterday. I tried to use apt installed Steam and I got an error message that was 16,600 lines long. I'm not kidding. Let's now start with a nice round of updates about various things that don't necessarily have something in common that still are pretty useful to know about. Firstly, AMD, you know, the brand producing the CPUs and stuff. This is the best description I could have given of them. AMD now became diamond sponsors of the OBS project. OBS is that tool, again, descriptive beautifully that lets you record your screen and stream it to YouTube or Twitch in a super fancy way. This means that uh, AMD is now giving OBS at least 50 grand at year, which is quite a lot. So I think that OBS, which of course is an open source and FOSS project, should be really happy with this. 
The only two other sponsors that are in the same tire are NVIDIA and Stream Elements. Just yesterday, we also saw the release of Krita version 5.203, which only has fixes. However, it's a lot of them, actually two pieces, pages, roughly. So I would suggest you to update if you're using Krita. And something that might interest you is that Disney Plus stopped working on Linux at all. And that this is particularly annoying because Disney Plus was actually working to make sure that it worked on Linux because their developers use Linux. And at a certain point, they just decided to pull off the support at all. And they do that ju just by checking uh, what the browsers says that the operating system is. So if you go into the browser like I did because I do use Disney Plus and you tell the browser to pretend that they're running on Windows, it will start working again. Again, this is an extremely bad move from Disney Plus, not necessarily bad, but surely annoying for us Linux users. And uh, be warned that there uh, is that issue and that there is a workaround. Another very big project that is in the open source world that is used professionally by many companies is the Godot game engine. G Godot. Good, I don't know. They've actually decided to do their own foundation and they write, we have just started the process of move, moving to the foundation. For now, for now, all of Godot's funding and contractors are still managed by the SFC, which is the Software Freedom Conservancy. And uh, the, the SFC will gradually reduce its work for Godot and the new foundation will slowly ramp up. So they are doing their own foundation and they are moving away from the software freedom conservancy. Finally, I would like to raise up an article that isn't a news, but it's something that's useful to know and that you can again find in the video description that tells how to best use WC, the Linux command. And I know that you might be thinking that WC is something extremely easy whose only point is to count words, that is word count. However, that's not quite true and there are various ways to make it even more useful if you know how to use it, which is pretty nice. By the way, the screenshots that show how to use WC are taken using Dolphin, so of course I'm biased in suggesting you this article, which is, by the way, from Red Hat. So as always, but the podcast description, sorry. And that is everything for today. Thanks everybody for following along and I hope this was informative. Still, um, we, that's it. I'm See you tomorrow with another episode. What else?